Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors Studio West getting all ready to go with the Steve Jones Show for Friday. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Matt Catrillo with the day off today, so you're stuck with me, Kevin Hur. Hey, good news. It's May, and I'm here. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be chatting a little bit. Yeah, and we're going to be chatting a little bit about uh, what's going on in uh, IndyCar? <laughs> I get to take over for a few minutes. <laughs> the uh, Grand Prix, the uh, IndyCar Grand Prix getting underway uh, at uh, 3 o'clock tomorrow on the road course starting the month of May at Indy and the Indy 500 on the 29th. Still on my bucket list. Haven't made it out to that one yet. Uh, it's definitely on the bucket list. We'll talk more about that later. I'll, I'll force Steve to do that. The NFL schedule did come out last night. You heard Dan Patrick talk about that on Above the Noise. And I agree with him completely. How in the world can you say that this team won, this team lost based on their schedule? I mean, you're basing it, again, on last year's numbers. Players moved. You know, got, new guys are coming in. New draft picks are coming in. How many of them are going to make an impact? Who aren't? You know, have maybe teams actually improved since last year. So one of the places that I read had the Eagles with setting up nicely, unquote, in the NFC East schedule. Okay. Uh, The Vikings for the home debut on Monday Night Football, then Washington, the Jaguars, then at the Cardinals, then hosting the Cowboys in primetime before the bye. All right. So, and and the article went on to say, envisioning a potential 4-2 and opening. Based on what? Based on what? Based on last year? Now, do I think the Jaguars improved a ton? No, not really. You know, do I think the uh, do, do I think Washington improved? Yeah, I think there's going to be some improvement there. The Cowboys are going to be a, a battle. Did the Lions improve? I have no idea. What will the Vikings be like? Who knows? <laughs> I just don't. I, I mean, I know the NFL is trying to make themselves, you know, a year-long thing, and they do a great job with it with the with the NFL draft. You know, now all of a sudden, uh, the combine has become a big part of the uh, NFL year. I mean, I remember growing up, we didn't even know the combine happened. We didn't even know what it was, and then all of a sudden, draft day came up, and then you heard maybe you know a couple of the first-round picks and stuff like that, but. After that, it was like, huh? <laughs> what's what's next? So, I don't know. I, I, again, the NFL trying to make themselves a year-long thing made a big event out of the schedule release. And, 
you know, it's fun to see the the schedule, but I, I don't know if you can. What, here's what you could take out of the schedules. All right, you can say, like for instance, the Steelers, they play the Ravens twice in, at the end of the schedule in like the last four to five weeks. To me, that's a bad thing. Um, I'd rather see a divisional game in the early part of the season than one in the late part of the season. Not necessarily that close together. Uh, if you're going to play all divisional games at one section, then play all divisional games at one section. See, that's what I think you can talk about with the NFL schedule. You know, Phillies, uh, or excuse me, the Eagles and the Steelers will play in Philly this year. Uh, already saw, I, <laughs> and for fun. For fun, I checked out tickets last night. They were already at three hundred dollars a piece. What happened to the other guy? He quit. <laughs> well, at least for the day, anyway. Uh, what happened to the other guy? What are you yammering about? Uh, how ridiculous it is to analyze the NFL schedule release and what team got a really good schedule? Nobody knows. Based on well, that's what I said. Based on knows. what? Based on what? Look, everybody has to write stories these days. Or they have to do shows where they have a story. And this is where I frustrate you guys all the time because I don't play the game. <laughs> I don't play that game. I sit there and go, that's... See, I get it, though. I get it. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know they, I, I said, here, here's one thing that I took out of the schedule uh, release that I think you can talk about. In the Steelers' schedule... They got the Ravens twice within about four or five weeks at the end of the schedule. Okay, that I don't think is a great thing. I'd rather see if, if you're going to do if you I'd rather see the divisional game split up, play one in the first month or so of the schedule than one in the last month or so of the schedule. That makes more sense. Or if you're going to do it, group the divisional games all together. But you know, it, have you know the Browns at this part of the schedule and then the Browns in the back half of the schedule but hey the Ravens games are going to be all in the back of the schedule because we think that'll be a better matchup for television <laughs> well, that's not necessarily about, but not necessarily it's the that's NFC it's, it's the AFC North <laughs> it's, it's all about TV man it's the AFC North and the Bengals went to everybody hey we're still here <laughs> there you go I mean, it it hurt me <laughs> through the entire playoffs, but you know, it's, I'm very good at disliking the Bengals and the Ravens and the Browns <laughs> for obvious reasons. But you know what? Just what's a man. Mean? You're just a man consumed with hate. But you know what, Steve? <laughs> I did <laughs> at times. I did say. I did. I did say it is May, and I'm excited for May. Yeah, you got uh, the playoffs in the NBA going no. on, Stanley Cup playoffs. Nope. You nope. got Major League Baseball. Uh-huh. You got the NFL schedule release. Nope. PGA Golf Championship. Oh yeah, that's on my must see TV list. Well, see, I'm glad you're finally coming around. <laughs> the GMR Grand Prix coming up on Saturday at three. Uh, I'll tell you all. Man, let's say so both of you are going to enjoy watching it. <laughs> As much fun as you poke, you will watch the 500. You may not watch it flag to flag, but you'll watch it and you'll know what happens. I always tell everybody I watch the 500. I know you do. I have always said that. I know you do. 
I don't really watch too much of the rest of it. Maybe, like, the Pocono race I'll watch some of. Yeah, I wish I was back. I missed that. Uh, I think I did watch some of they. They already race in Texas. Yes. I did watch some of that. That was a good one. That's always a fun race to watch. Because it's because you get a lot of speed in that. There is a ton of speed and a ton of passing in that one. Yep, that's that's a good one to watch. Matt Leon on the demise of the Sixers today. <laughs> Poor Matt is out on the <laughs> boat today and he's he's just hoping it doesn't sink. Uh and <laughs> and Mark Wogenrich on name, image, and likeness from SI.com today. That's today's show. You I knew didn't line there were up any IndyCar guests. You knew there were going to be issues with name, image, and likeness the minute it happened. You knew that there were going to be issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I said that. Yeah. I did say that. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean I'm not for it. I'm for it. You know, except what's interesting is that I did grasp a long time ago, you know, and I'm talking when I made a long time ago, like 18 months to two years ago, that young people had the ability to make money from Instagram and TikTok. So I, I, I did grasp that. I don't really know how you do it, but I do know you can. All right. But when I was always thinking of name, image, and likeness, I was not thinking about how it's happening today. I was thinking about it in the conventional sense. So to me, the new wave sense was to make money off TikTok, Instagram, podcasts, things like that. Great. And then the conventional way would be, hi, I'm I'm X4. Sunbury Motors. Hi, I'm X here for Brewers Outlet. Conventional stuff. Or, hey, why don't you come on down to the dealership? And we're going to have the entire offensive line here. They're going to be signing. And, of course, you pay each one of the offensive linemen. They're going to be there to sign. And, you know, some nominal amount, but, you know, enough to make it worth their while. And you think it's worth your while for your business. Now, that to me, that's name, image, and likeness. Saying that you're going to get $3 million if you transfer from this school to that school, that never came up in my mind about this. That's the part where I missed the boat. That's the part where I was naive. It just, I didn't think of it in those terms. Just didn't. But that's the reality of it right now, and that's the part they need to get control over. Uh, there's nothing wrong with col- look. Collectives are interesting, all right. But so let's take Penn State for example. Look, there are different ways that you can donate your money to Penn State. So if you want to donate to facilities, you can donate to facilities. Okay. Penn State is third of all schools in endowments in sports. Third. And so if you wanted to endow a scholarship, which many have here over the years, you can do that. Or now a new way is the collective. And the 
so that you still have the traditional ways of doing it. I want to give to the Levi Lamb Fund. I want to donate to facilities. I want to I want to endow a scholarship. Like I said, Penn State's third in the nation in endowed scholarships. Or there's the collective. And believe me, I know almost everybody that's involved with the collectives. And I was talking to one last night that's a friend of mine. And they are doing everything they can in his collective. Right? And it's the Success with Honor Collective. They're doing everything with it to make sure they are following every rule and they are in touch with compliance all the time. The question is, is that, is that what's happening at other schools? <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, uh, Daryl Morey did say earlier today that uh, Doc Rivers will be back. But he didn't say anything about James Harden. Is Matt back on Monday? or? I believe so. Sound like you're hoping. <laughs> Actually, you uh, you have me back the week after or the week of Memorial Day. The whole week? Yeah, the whole week. Get excited right after the 500. Hey, uh, I'm really busy. All right. Uh, <laughs> my friend, love you. All right. Um, ooh, Danny Green tore his ACL. How about that? Oof. Awful. Uh, that's awful. Too bad he did that. I really heard him in last night's game. They just didn't have any last night, especially defensively. They just didn't have it. They were so sloppy with the ball. Man, they were sloppy with the ball. So we're going to talk to Mark Wilgenrich about all. You know, I didn't really. I'm not going to really get into the endowment part of it. I mean, but that's still. I mean, there are a lot of endowed scholarships and programs here at Penn State, and that's you know, it's you know, like I said, Penn State's third in the nation in that. In when it comes to endowed scholarships and or endowments for athletics. All right, we'll do all that, talk about that more. Matt Lee on next half hours. We continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Went by twice. That's IndyCar. Hang on, they're coming around again. Yep. The beauty is they do it so quick you don't even notice they're gone. And what happens is that they've got the, the big race coming up, what, this weekend? Uh, the road race. Yeah, this is the yeah. uh, the road race at Indy. Yeah, and so, um, aka the no passing race. Oh, that's not true. You're thinking of Formula One again? No, I'm thinking of this. This is the same thing. There's no difference. There's nah, no you'll passing. see. You'll see passing. No, I've been into the track. They have no passing signs. 
They even use push to pass. No, they've got they've got signs up saying no passing. Once they get in the line, that's it. <laughs> Again, you're confused with the Miami Formula One race. I've been to the track. There are no passing signs. It's right there. <laughs> I'm done. You're still mad that I've been to the track and you have. Yes, very much so. <laughs> still got it on my bucket list. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, we flew over it on the way into Indianapolis for the Big Ten basketball tournament. Yeah, you were nice enough to tell me about it, too. Just trying to be friendly. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And Memorial Day week, I'm going to need them more than ever. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai, best in new inventory. Great pre-owned inventory. And not only that, but... uh, not only the great pre-owned inventory, but it's all with the Sunbury Motors guarantee, which is oh so important to have, and a great service department that takes care of everything for you, uh, whether it happens to be uh, routine diagnostics, inspections, they're great at all of it, all at Sunbury Motors. I heard you, by the way. I just decided to not comment. Do you know how many times at the staff meeting they were nah. hoping you'd take the same attitude? As soon as I said it, I thought, geez, can I tee one up any better? Can I throw you a little bit more of a softball? <laughs> <laughs> it was too just, late. In fact, I may do all my shows that week from Brewers Outlet. Just say, hook me up intravenously. <laughs> Some people say you have been doing your shows from Brewers Outlet. <laughs> and, and, and loving every second of it, I might add. All right. Uh, Corey's the best, isn't he? All right. Let's uh, bring in Matt Leon from Philadelphia. Sir, welcome. Always a pleasure. Hi. How are you? Doing uh, well. Uh, Okay. So we'll start with James Harden. (laughs) Seems like the logical place to start. You know, we could start with the greatness of Joel Embiid because I thought the guts he showed in this series was just phenomenal. Uh, But... 
Harden in the first, uh, you know, when he went to when the Oklahoma City Thunder went to the finals against the Heat, and he was the sixth man. He really played really really well. After that, he's really been like soft in the playoffs compared to the regular season, and it happened again. What is it with him? I don't know. I think I, I don't understand how they. I'll go to my grave not understanding how they could be in the situation they were specifically last night in a game where, you know, Joel Embiid's giving you everything he got, but he's not Joel Embiid. It's an elimination game. He takes two shots. Like, I honestly, it would bother me less if he took 15 and missed them all. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, he scored as many points in the second half last night as Ben Simmons. Oh, wait, Simmons yeah. wasn't playing. Exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, first it falls on the player because you know Harden's got that mindset of his ability to take a game over or at least try. Yeah. And, you know, second of all, you know, if you're Doc Rivers, you know, why why aren't you coming out of a timeout and specifically running stuff to get him lost? Yeah, agree. And, like, and tell him, I don't care, I need you to shoot the ball. I don't understand that. Yeah. It just added to the list of weird things that happened to this franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody put, you know, good for Shake Milton scoring, I think it was 18 points in the second yeah. half. Right. On the downside, when Shake Milton's the best player on your team in an elimination game, you're probably going to get eliminated. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, so. <laughs> well, supposedly Harden wants the max deal at $270 million. <laughs> What do you think of that? I mean, right now I'm a no on that. The one thing I'll say is he was coming off an injury that you do hear some people, this is, you know, last year, that he didn't wasn't able to get to the level, you know, he's kind of been kept, kept playing catch-up from that ever since. Mm -hmm. So maybe a full off season where he can get to 100% and maybe – you know, next year we say, oh, wow, you know, he's not the James Harden that could drop 60 on anyone, but he's, you know, he's really good and a guy that can take over a game at any time. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just depressing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, um, you'll, you know, you do pen basketball. Uh, and you probably notice the same thing that Dick Girardi and I do with Penn State basketball. And it doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're playing Harvard, Yale, Illinois, Ohio State, whatever. For the most part, players' numbers go down when they get to conference play. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay? Just, you know, because of the familiarity, the scouting. I mean, everybody pretty much knows everybody for the most part. Right? And that'd be the pattern you see, Right. And then there's Jimmy Butler. For the most part, playoff averages go down compared to the regular season. And Butler's went, went up. What the heck? Yeah, um, I mean, he was great. But I also, and I've forgotten this, Jimmy Butler shot 29% in the playoffs last year. Yes, he did. He's, and they yeah. got swept, I think, in the first round. They, they, they did after he had the great playoff the year before when they got to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's no consistency there. Uh, no. But, he was out of his mind. And he yeah. – I think if we want to kind of look at this era of 76ers basketball, you know, the last five, seven years, however long back you want to take it, the critical 
thin was Butler over Simmons. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, because S- Butler took over in game six as the lead guard mm-hmm. in game six against Toronto. And Simmons didn't like it. Yeah. If, you know, I thought you were supposed to like winning. Well, am I wrong about that? No, am, and, or am I, or, or am I a dinosaur for thinking that way? No, and I think at the time, I think you would have found you found a lot of people that would not have disagreed because I think a lot of people, myself included, I love Jimmy Butler, and I wanted him to find a way. But if it really was the two of them in that in the context of the time in their careers and what we knew. You thought Ben Simmons was a transformative player that was still in his NBA infancy. Yeah. And if I've got to choose one, I'm going to go with the guy with the huge upside. Yeah. Now you look at it, and it, you know, it, it's a catastrophic, fatal decision. Ex- except that's not how I felt in the moment. I've never been a, I mean, with all due respect, it's not like I don't think he's a really good defensive player. It's not like I don't think he's a really good passer. I've never been a big Ben Simmons guy. Going back to when he was at LSU, and that's only me, Matt, okay? If you have a completely different opinion, you're absolutely entitled to it, and it doesn't mean I'm right, you're wrong, uh, or vice versa. I just, going back to that LSU, I never liked him as, a, as an all-around player. And, no, and a lot of things that people said then – have absolutely shown to be true. You know, the the lack of ability to take criticism, the lack of working on his game, wanting everything to be centered around him. I think I was of the idea, because I remember having arguments with people where they say, well, he can't shoot, he can't, and I'm like, and I I probably said this verbatim to people, do you really think a high-level athlete of his quality is not going to work to become a better shooter? Like, do you really? And they were right. I was wrong. But I would have made the assumption you made, Matt. I would have. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I always feel like the great players are always working on their game all the time in the offseason because because a lot of them are perfectionists. Yeah, and he he was such an elite defender. He was such an elite facilitator. His ability to see the court, you just thought, man, well, you know, by the time he's 25, 26, you know, he's not going to be J.J. Reddick from three, but he'll be a serviceable three-point guy just because right. he's going to work at it and going right. to get better. I never – it didn't enter my, like, my conscious, you know, when, when I'm like – or the things that I'm considering when I put that opinion together that, well, he's going to flatline and he's going to sulk and he's not going to – shoot and he's he's actually going to go out of his way not to shoot despite the coach who wants him to shoot. I mean it's absurd when you right. kind of say it out loud. I know. See, and I thought see I thought the the Butler, you know, Trey was a mistake at the time. I mean, that's just in the moment, I was, you know. You know, and believe me, there there are things that I've talked about in the moment where I was wrong. Well, that wasn't one that was wrong about. Okay. Yeah. Uh but uh I I look at the process now. So let's talk about the process. You get Embiid in the process. Hey, everybody in the league wants him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not good. He's great. He just, and he's going to be great for a while. But what else did they net from the process? Nerlens Noel, Okafor, Ben Simmons. What I, I will I mean, say, I mean, they got, you're they got, not wrong. They drafted Bridges. 
which, by the way, Bridges would have helped this team, and they dealt him on draft night. I sat there and went, you've got to be kidding me. What would you do? You are absolutely right, but what I will say is most of the decisions, with the exception of Jaleel Okafor, most of the decisions that you reference, or I shouldn't say, and Noel was younger. And, and, Mar- and Markel Fultz is the other one. Sorry Mark- trading up for Fultz, trading Bridges, all of these things – these happened after. For my money, the process ended when Sam Hinkie left. Yes, because I, they became, I agree. I agree. They became a much a different, and it, it wasn't just Sam Hinkie left. The NBA, you know, basically shoehorned Brian Colangelo in there, and I'm not, you know, and you're talking about a guy who had to leave because of his wife's burner Twitter account. Like that's what we were, that's what you're dealing with, and that was the point person making decisions and. A lot of these decisions where things went off the rails and the roster's poorly constructed and, and things don't make sense, they happen under Colangelo, then they happen under Elton Brand, and now Daryl Morey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's two different kind of segments of history here. There's the process, which is the time with Hinky, and then there's what we've been experiencing the last several years okay. of multiple people making poor decisions in the moment, not thinking big picture. That's fair. I think that's absolutely fair. I mean, because I, I, I've, I've looked at this. To me, okay, Embiid, again, you got, I almost feel like you have to separate Embiid. And, and it, look, as Simmons had panned out, because in that particular draft, who do you draft? Right. Okay. So let's let's you know, let sometimes you look around and go, okay, that's that's really about the only guy we can draft. Okay, I got that part. Uh, but to me, except for Embiid, the Sixers are the example of, of why you don't tank. <laughs> yeah, but they got Embiid. Like, right. I know they. I know they got Embiid. It's the okay. The whole concept was yeah. to get right a transformative player, which they did. And they got them. Yes. Uh, you know, and like I said, I would love to see an alternate universe, Earth right. 2, where Sam Hinkie's just left alone. And maybe we're having a conversation here that they are in perpetual next year. Like, he's perpetually making moves to get three second round. I think that's – I don't think it's likely, but I can't say it would be impossible. <laughs> right. Where, where, we're, you're, where you're never quite – landing the plane you're always holding back because you're so focused on assets and less focused on what's happening in front of you i think that is a very it is possible that we would in that alternate universe be there but i think we've just had so many poor decisions you know made and and a lot of what hanky did to stockpile was then utilized to make the trades for Tobias Harris to yeah. make the trade for to get Markel Fultz number one, you know. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think you know there's a lot there's a lot that's come together here to get us to our right. particular moment. I, I don't mind that a given year just falls into place and you end up with the third overall picking again, Joe Allen Bead. I think at that point you say, okay, I got my now, and, and I know he was out for two years, All right? So I do know he was out for two years. So they had to wait. Uh, but gee whiz, they, they, I mean, they're one of the few teams I ever heard of that fell below the floor. No, and, and, after, and <laughs> they fell and below getting the floor. hurt that second year, yeah. and B getting leads directly to them taking Jaleel Okafor. Right, exactly. Because they're concerned that, well, my goodness, if he maybe they're, 
even if it's a remote possibility that you know he's not going to be able to play or he's never or he's going to be a Greg Oden or whatever however whatever comparison you want to make we've got this pick let's hedge our bets we know this guy can score we'll work with him you know so it's I don't know I'm I really everything yeah. I feel bad for Joel Embiid yeah I feel bad for Joel Embiid because number one mm-hmm. to the point you made earlier he goes out there, broken face, you know, a thumb that can bend in every direction now, yeah, right. a week removed from a concussion, and somehow he's the reason. Even when he's pouring in 20 and 12, like, he's the reason yeah, that they're not advancing, which is, it's just absurdity. That's ignorant. You know, and I know you said he'll be great for, a, you know, for a long time. I hope you're right, but I also know he's a 7-2 big guy who yeah. plays you know, a hundred miles an hour to his credit. I'm not saying that in a, right. and the reason he gets a lot of these injuries is because he's going so hard and diving right. and running into guys. Yeah. You might only have two to three more years of him at this right. elite level. And that's what makes the last couple of years. So frustrating is each of these years is like a door shutting yeah. and you know, last, last year's the one <laughs> that we'll talk 20 years ago and go, my goodness, how did they miss that opportunity yeah. where they get an Atlanta team in the second round? Like it was all the, the, the path was laid out for them yeah. and they, they couldn't take advantage of it. So I feel bad for Embiid who cares so much, who gives everything he has is everything you want in a superstar from the personality yeah. to the effort, obviously transformative talent. Yeah. And this keeps happening to him. And you know, he made a point before the game. He's like, I can't win. You know, I go out there and play, I get blamed. If I had not played, I'd be called soft. Right, exactly. And, you know, so yeah. the answer is don't get hurt, but which is obviously absurd on its face, but it's also not how he plays. I guess, and, yeah. You know, oh, no. And I feel like yeah. I'm yelling at you, and I'm not yelling at you. I just get frustrated with people that somehow find a way to blame and be. <laughs> Uh, I got 30 seconds here. Doc Rivers, back, yay or nay? For my money, nay. Okay. I I don't see what he added to the table. Yeah. He's taken this team as far as Brett Brown, and, uh, you know, Brett Brown got him to a – within a, a Kawhi jump, Kawhi Leonard right. jumper of going to the conference finals. Mm-hmm. You know, Doc Rivers, it's just littered with disappointment. So, I say – move on it was a pleasure being yelled at thank you sir my pleasure (laughs) i don't have to go to therapy this week now there you go that's part of my job here (laughs) thank Uh, you my friend all right you have a great weekend my friend you too bud that is matt leon in philadelphia Uh, i sometimes i am a sounding board i did that with i do that with you all the time and we'll have to do that with Matt all the time because he's always to the edge. Well, and and Matt's got to find out here in a, after he got off the phone with you, and we just found out now that uh, he's you know Doc's going to be back, so he might need more therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sad, it's very, very sad. All right. Um. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Hopefully the boat doesn't sink. 
Uh, we're t- brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Out of auto repair. The no-passing zone will be in effect this weekend at Indianapolis. And then they'll actually have a race on the Sunday before Memorial Day. I think that sums it up, don't you? I think you were confused. I think it was no passing out in this zone. No, no, no. We're not talking about the people in the stands. (laughs) Maybe we are. (laughs) No, seriously, hang in two more weeks. Don't pass out. We're going to have real racing soon. So, man, Formula One is so popular, and no offense, I don't get it. I don't either. And it's really popular. Worldwide. And I realize there are great, great drivers in it. But it's just... The, the guys running the graphics never had to change them. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.